Welcome to More Impact. For the next 20 minutes or so, I hope to inspire you to step up and make more impact in every part of your life. I'm Deborah Ogden, and for over 15 years, I've been working with clients to step up and stand out with a powerful personal brand. Through this podcast, I want to bring you ideas and inspiration to allow you to do the same. Hello there, how are you? I hope you've had a super week. Um, I've had a great one actually, a, a busy one, but some great work and some fun things in there as well, a real mix. And that sort of is a hint at what I want to talk about today. But um, yeah, it's been a it's been a good week. It was my well, our son's Oscar's sixteenth birthday on the twenty sixth, and his great passion in life is football, and he loves Arsenal, and it's notoriously difficult to get tickets for a game, and just by chance. Um, I managed to get some tickets for Arsenal versus Monaco last Wednesday evening. Unfortunately, my husband was working, but uh, Oscar and I went down and that was his great surprise on his birthday that we were going to the Emirates Stadium. So we booked a hotel and uh, I treated him to first class rail and uh, yeah, we had a super couple of days. I think he was as excited um, going on the train first class and having his meals and having as much sparkling water as he wanted and uh, staying in a hotel. He's not his mother's son. And uh, we just had a really super, super couple of days, quite spontaneous. The only two things that we got booked were to uh, go to the match and then on the second day to go to Battersea Power Station. And I don't know if you've been since they have regenerated that area, but um, the outdoor area is all focused around leisure. There's a beautiful park and playground and lots of coffee vans and some lovely restaurants all along the river but when you go inside the power station there is the most incredible shopping centre and that doesn't really do it justice but the architecture they've redeveloped it um, in a very sympathetic way keeping the brickwork and the black iron work and they've sort of interspersed the shops with some of the history of the building and when we walked in I mean I'd been before and I was so excited to share it with Oscar and I thought he'd be a bit underwhelmed but he even he and I don't know if any of you have got teenagers you'll know exactly what I mean it's hard to impress them and even he said wow you know this is off the scale impressive mum and as we walked in they were there was a pianist playing and it just filled the whole hall it really was uh, quite special so and then we met his my best friend who has been my best friend since school we were at university together she lives down in London and she's also Oscar's godmother so it was really special to catch up with her and this is getting on to what I was talking about we realise that um, I mean I've seen her recently but 
Oscar hasn't seen her for nearly three years. And in that time, he's changed an awful lot. And But from the moment he saw her, they just threw their arms around each other and it was as if the time hadn't gone and the time hadn't passed. And it's that that I want to talk about today. It's about time and the impact of managing our time and that feeling when time passes so quickly, that feeling of when we're in the flow and time flies by or when we're waiting for something or we feel bored and it feels like an hour can take forever. So, um, yeah, the the weekend got me thinking about re- that really and how when we got back to the train station at Wakefield to pick up the car, I'd paid for the car park and I'd just gone over the extra day and I sort of gulped a little bit at the cost of the car park And I said, it's hard to believe that we only pulled up here yesterday morning, isn't it? And Oscar said, don't be silly, mum. You know, we've been here longer than that. And I said, we haven't. We haven't actually been away a full 48 hours. And he said, I can't believe that. And I said, yeah, well, it's because we've packed so much in and we've, we've changed destinations. And I remember reading somewhere that if you want to, if you want, your time to feel like you um, say if you go on holiday and it feels like it's gone really quickly it's really a a good tool if you like it's not quite the right word but a good idea is to try and mix in some real downtime along with the activity because that balance allows your brain to catch up I suppose and the time which is downtime when we are maybe sat reading feels longer but when we're in the middle of activities and maybe traveling and sightseeing and and doing many different things in different places then our brain speeds up the, the clock and I just thought isn't it fascinating how we approach time we've all got and you know we all know this we've all got exactly the same amount of time but some people seem to achieve so much in the hours that they have and some of us don't achieve as much and there's something quite um sobering have you ever seen one of those charts which is actually lots of dots um i think you can usually buy them on etsy and not on the high street those type of places and it shows you the dots of how many dots and blocks of dots the average person has in their life and my goodness me that makes you think wow you know it it really becomes a lot more tangible than thinking about time I once saw um, a, a a small video, a YouTube video that showed somebody, they had a huge number of, um, oh, I'm trying to think what the sweets are called, Skittles, and they had this huge pile of Skittles and they said, right, this is the average amount of time that you have in your years and I can't remember, maybe they said 0 to 80 And then they took away certain amounts for different things, maybe when you're ill or maybe 
when you're on holiday or whatever it may be. And they, they were bringing it down to the amount of time that you have that is working time and how we need to make the best of that. So all this got me thinking and I always have different ideas during the week as to what I'm going to talk about. And then this morning I was reading the paper and it, I just picked up this quote that said, if you're not in control of your calendar, you're not in control of your life. And I thought, right, that is exactly what we need to talk about today because this is a challenge for me. And I suppose this podcast isn't just supportive for you and to trigger you and make you think about you know motivate you and inspire you at the beginning of the week but it's also to inspire me and in some ways it holds me accountable because if I say that I'm going to do something to you for you then I do carry through with that and this is an area that really challenges me and anybody who's listening that has worked with me, either as a client or has supported me in some way, I've been a client of yours, you will know that this is an area that uh, I struggle with. I tend to work well under pressure, so uh, I can be a bit lastminute.com, which is causes much amusement with some of my friends, um, even to the point that the Friday before we were going on holiday on the Sunday I was sat chatting to a friend at our son's cricket match and she said oh what you know what's your plans tomorrow I said oh I need to pack and I need to sort in our check-in and, and she said what you haven't packed and you're going on Sunday and I said yeah why she said I'm not going till next Thursday and I've packed so I can be very lastminute.com and um, so I feel a little bit like I'm not qualified to advise on this but I just thought because this podcast really isn't about advice as much as getting you thinking and to stimulate some discussion and some thoughts from you but this is for me all about discipline and understanding that discipline and planning aren't restrictive and I'd, I'd love to know what you think on this because I think sometimes the word discipline is something that we associate with school and maybe detention or being held back um, but discipline actually if we plan and follow a program or our diary then it allows us to really focus for that time but then it allows us to really enjoy and immerse ourselves in our downtime as well and I have to say I think if there is an area of my life that I struggle with this this will be what it is because I'll sort of muddle the two together a little bit and therefore in my downtime I'm thinking oh no I've got to complete that proposal or I've got to record that podcast or whatever it may be whereas if I'd scheduled that time knew the time I did it in that time then I could completely switch off and be in the moment so I'd love to know on social media how you deal with time and discipline in that way. And, you know, it allows us to 
work hard, but it really allows us to play hard, doesn't it? And make the best of that time. And I think this is such a powerful self-leadership tool as well. And I have a coach uh, that I follow and she has done a full program on the art of discipline and she talks about how at the beginning of the year she sits and she opens her calendar and she plans in her holidays for the year. That's the first thing that she plans in and she has a main holiday and then three other shorter holidays because her big belief is that as a coach her energy is sapped um, because she gives so much to her clients to be at her best she needs to renew that energy she has to um rest and restore her own energy because that is sapped when she's working with her clients and it's a little bit like we were talking about last week, isn't it? Um, you know, those moments of magic, those la dolce far niente, those moments of doing nothing during the week just to recharge our batteries. And then she talks about, she then takes her diary and she will um, schedule in all her exercise. She'll schedule in her downtime with friends. And all of that goes into the diary before she even starts to plan her work and that's a little bit too far for me at the moment and that's what I'm working towards but what I do is for example before the school holidays this time um Oscar's finished school this time he'll start college so he finished earlier after his GCSEs so it's a long summer for us and we took our holiday earlier than usual and a lot of our time as a family is dictated to by the football season because my husband's a sports journalist so very much our life can our personal life can evolve revolve around fixtures and where he will be and when he is allowed to have time off so actually planning the summer for us is quite important so what I did do this summer is I took a leaf out of my coach's book and I looked and yes I took out the holiday time but then I booked in this time in London with Oscar Next week, I've got um, a few days in Anglesey with my parents. And um, again, there'll be some more time with my parents at the end of August, beginning of September, because it's my dad's birthday. And I've got these little pockets of time scheduled in so that I ensure that I protect that time and I'm able to enjoy the summer and I don't feel absolutely drained by the end of it. It also allows me to spend some time with Oscar um, because I'm very conscious that, you know, it's going to be more limited as he gets older the time he wants to spend with his mum. So I've got to take it while I can. Now, so that's the start. And then I look at my weeks and I look at how I can block in. Now, I've said before, I have a very clear morning routine. So my morning routine is that I do so I get up. I do some exercise, whether that's going to the gym or working out at home. I meditate, I journal and I plan my day ahead. And so for me, that is very clear in my diary. Now, for example, tomorrow, sorry, today, because you're listening to this on the Monday morning, 
I've got clients over in Sheffield first thing in the morning, so I won't be able to have that morning routine. But certainly three out of five days of the week, I try and ensure that that is set in stone and work my appointments around that. And for me, that allows me to show up at my best. It allows me to really control the day ahead and perform at my best rather than reacting to the day ahead and playing catch up. For me, that's a huge difference in my mindset because I'm being intentional. Part of my journaling is what do I want to achieve today? But not just as in a to-do list, in how do I want to create my day ahead? What do I want to, you know, I have some big goals in life. So what can I do today to move towards those extraordinary goals? How do I want to show up in a day-to-day basis? Because if we don't think about it and we're not intentional about it, then we can get easily distracted. So I'd love to know how you plan your week And then this is where it all starts to fall apart a little bit for me. And um, I worked with somebody who was a a brilliant outsourced um, ops director. um, And she said, Deborah, this can't carry on. And she worked through my diary because I tend to fill my diary with work that is deliverable so presentations workshops coaching and I forget to schedule in the time to prepare and do admin basically and she actually went through and blocked out in my diary time to prepare and not just time specifically to prepare for appointments, but to have time blocked out for developing my pipeline, uh, marketing, uh, social media, uh, my own personal development, bookkeeping. And some of those I would keep to, but some of them I would just fill them in anyway. I started being quite disciplined and then I started to just squeeze bits out. And yeah. I'm pausing because I'm not sure I have the answer here, but um, it's not good. And I'm now looking again at how I can block that time out. I think a little bit of this goes back to that feeling of instant gratification and thinking of the long term gain. So, yes, it's fun to say, oh, well, I'm not doing that this afternoon. I'd rather go for a walk in the sunshine. Um And actually, I do believe about being in the moment. So we'll talk about that in a minute. But, you know, I can be easily distracted and think, oh, well, I'll I'll do that. And rather than thinking of the long term gain of sticking to the diary and posting on social media on a regular basis. So it's interesting, isn't it? It's finding a way that works for you. I heard somebody say the other day that it's about showing up consistently, whatever it is. And it's about creating those consistent habits and the ones that work are the ones that work for you. There's no right and wrong. I've been looking at different um, time management tools and planning tools and project management tools. And I think I've tried them all out there. I've tried Trello. That doesn't work for me. I've tried Asana. 
I'm using monday.com at the moment. Actually, I think I'm going to go back to Asana. I know it's not perfect, but it seems to be the one that works for me that I consistently show up for. And that's what we need, that consistent discipline to show up on a regular, regular basis. So um, those are just some thoughts on it. And then just finally, as I've hinted at already, it's about balance, isn't it, with so many of these things. So we could plan our life to the nth degree. And for me, I feel incredibly uncomfortable with that because I love the spontaneity. So when we arrived in London last week, I knew that we had to be at the Arsenal match pretty early. So I said to Oscar, shall we go for a lovely lunch and... Um, have a proper meal before we go up to the match and it was absolutely pouring down in London um, as it was in most places so I said come on let's find somewhere really great and uh, we ended up at, at the Ivy on Marylebone High Street which I absolutely love but the spontaneity of just finding somewhere and the joy of being able to get a table and running through the rain to make sure that we were there on time because as challenging as I find managing my time I absolutely hate being late so even for a restaurant you know I like to be on time so the fun of running through the streets and making sure that we were going in the right direction um, for me that's where some of the happiness in life is the true happiness in life in those crazy little moments and on the Thursday not having a lot planned but again having the spontaneity to be able to spend time with Jilly to um, you know wander around in the sunshine when it eventually came out and I do think that sometimes we can over plan as well so like with everything I think this is about balance isn't it it's knowing that we have a choice it's knowing that by committing to the time in advance and being intentional with our goals and creating habits and good practice, that's the only way we're going to move forward for our goals. But it's also not losing that joy of play and fun and the unexpected in the moment. So... That's it from me this week and um, I'd love to know, I'll post obviously on social media, but I'd love to know how you manage your time. Do you schedule time off to work on the business? I can remember, sorry, this is another little anecdote, but I can remember when I first set up the business and reading from the two founders of Not On The High Street that they scheduled every Friday to work on the business and that is something that I do do um, on a regular basis. I have very few appointments to deliver on a Friday to allow me to just catch up with myself in the best way I possibly can. So um, have a super week. Let me know what little hacks and time management tips that you have and can perhaps share. And this week, I'm going to aim to be a little bit more disciplined and ensure that I'm showing up intentionally to get the best out of my time. I hope you do too. I'll see you next week. 
feeling inspired? If you'd like to know more, please visit my website at deborahogden.com where you can download your own personal brand action plan. And if you've enjoyed this episode, I'd love you to subscribe and share the podcast with your network. Thanks for listening and I'll see you on the next episode.